What a beautiful time to be alive. Yes, Lord, you are all that I need. Praise God. Good evening. Let me see who is watching and where you're watching from all over the world. 12 cases of faith is the first 12 weeks of this month. I mean, of this year. I believe that up till Sunday, all that we've treated are things that conclude a, a decade. Now, I believe from today we open up the things that open up a decade. So, good evening to the House of Capital. Good evening. Ready for the word. Fortress is home. Praise God. Uh, Kingdom Castle. Love House. Sydney. Certain. Good evening. Good evening. Stratford. Tothenic. Storehouse. Kingdom Castle again. Swanley. House of Family, Southampton. Good evening, Lib House. That's Liberation House, Lagos, Nigeria. Good evening, God House. Good evening. Awesome. Praise God, Beckenham, Camberwell. Good evening to you all. Mommy Bishop, Gospel of Peace, Croydon. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Tonight, I want to start with the first case of faith. Why? Because of patterns. And I believe now, if I mention certain things, even if you've forgotten, there are references you can make. And you say, when PT said pattern, what does that mean? So if you ask for help around the house, you'll find someone to refer you to one of the sun clouds. Now I want to start this evening by faith with, with the scripture that says how faith comes. So among many other titles that the Holy Spirit will give to you through this year, um, one thing is outstanding to us from the pages of the word. Faith is a year of faith because it's time. And whenever you mention faith, you cannot take love out of it. Is very vital. So the things upon which God started the year for us is love and faith. And so sometimes you will see that the title of time goes into the shadows but because they reflect your love and faith. So it's not that we've changed the year. The time begins. Time is the number of this year. However, the instruments and the emphasis of God is on faith for us this year audacious um, but real in the realm of the spirit faith is life faith is our in fact faith is the only way to please God actually Hebrews 11 so you don't please God by holiness or by any other thing than faith for without faith it is impossible in other words he, he chooses something that is superior to other things. That does not mean it nullifies other things. It just means this is superior to all. And so I've heard people teach faith, people preach faith, but I'm an apostle of it. It's an assignment. And so we just don't preach it, we do. We leave it. And so look at how faith comes here yeah? so that you know why. And we've treated this before, but for me to be profuse or to emphasize and repeat 
is expedient and is safe, like Paul would say. That it's safe for me not to assume that you know certain things. That it's safe for me to remind you and for all the preachers, all the familiars and all the leaders in different groups. It is safe for them to continue to repeat to us these scriptures. Otherwise, there would have been a new edition of Bible almost yearly or per decade. No, God understands that we do not understand it yet. What happens is, as you face daily challenges, the word becomes clearer to you if you're a word person. So you don't sometimes, most times, understand the word ahead of challenges. They are the true test of challenges. The Bible says, the sower went to sow the word. Then it told us that situation happened. Many situations happen, situations will happen to test if you receive the word. To receive means to believe it, to have comprehended it, and then to believe it to the point of deployment. In other words, you cannot deploy unless you have received. Uh, so look at how faith comes so that you know faith does not come by news. In other words, I mean, as a matter of fact, if faith is going to die, listen to news. Believe it so that you know you're out of the word the moment the old word is shouting and crying something and it's the same thing you are saying. You're completely out of the circumference of the word. There is one news that I listen to and that's because the Bible says so. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report? To them the arm of God will be revealed. That's what that scripture was saying there. Should I even start from Isaiah? I've started this habit of piling up scriptures again. Um, who has believed our report? That means on a daily basis, everyone's have report. So when men begin to flow with the report of the earth, I want you to know that the moment, and pardon my language, someone deemed as an idiot or an ignorant person, let me use the word ignorant, uh, the moment they are singing a song, the moment they are saying something, and you are dancing and speaking it with them, you should pause a little bit and ask yourself, why does everyone believe this? Look at the, look at the world. How many news medias are in the world that is known, that they call reputable? They are not up to 1,000. Forget 1,000. Let's talk about just 10. Almost all American. Imagine a whole country wakes up, one country, there are like, who knows, hundreds of countries in the world. One country wakes up, their businessmen decide what we believe. They decide everything. And six billion people all over the earth feel the eat of what they are saying. The devil is a liar. Never. You understand the word never. So God tells us about his report in the word. It tells us that the man who overcomes the world is the man who lives from the inside out, not the one who lives from the outside in. For we died with him in, in, in baptism and we were raised into a new life. So our new source is different. And what we feed on is different. Look at Isaiah 53. And you, who has believed that report? Uh -huh. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm no, of the Lord? No, I asked her, she said, yes. So who has believed our report? It's a report. And he puts the question mark there. That's why I asked you, are you sure it's report? Who has believed our report in KJV? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? In other words, this scripture says, whoever believes our report is the one that will see the arm of God. What is the arm of God? Christ. 
So wherever we look, still we're seeing the revelation of Jesus, what Jesus means for the world. So I, I want you to listen to this because this is vital. I've never said COVID is not real. That's aren't nonsense. It's like saying a disease is not real. So you see all those diseases has come. But you see, what the devil does is that whatever happens, the system knows how to milk it. It will tilt it to what, so it can't control disease, but it will tilt it to whatever he wants. That's the, in court, advanced man. So diseases are real. It's like saying malaria is not real. It's not real. Wait till mosquito bites you. You'll know it's real. Flu is real. COVID is of course real. Um, I told you that the body is subject to the element of this world. But it's not in control of the element of this world. So disease cannot kill us. So I don't believe that Christians cannot get healed. I just don't think that it can kill them. I believe that the only thing that kills is death. I believe death thrives in darkness. I believe that darkness walks in hatred. So the body can be under attack, just like our finances can be under attack. Anything in our lives can be under attack. And when things are under attack, it does not mean that you've done anything wrong. It just means that the body, which is mortal, is under attack. Now what happens in our life is that the Spirit of God from within us will rise as love grows, will rise to attack what is attacking us and bring it to subjection. It's as, it's as simple as that. So um, just in case you hear your own stuff and you think, well, in Spark, we don't believe in COVID. We don't have to believe in it or doubt it. It's real. It works. It kills people because that's his job. His job is to kill people. His job is to enter people and destroy them. That is his job. And it has to do his job, unfortunately. And what can we do for the world to pray for them? Now, all I've said is, you're free to take any verse in that you believe in, that works. But imagine now, guys, before I start the report of God, you've told me there's verse in. I said, I hear you. It doesn't work for my body. That's just, so I'm exempt. And it's based on research. Again, I've said people can say, well, research. You research the research and find it. But that's me. There are hundreds of you who need to take the verse in um, because it, you're not exempt. Um, I was going to enter a place the other day and the shopkeeper, actually, a, a white man, actually said, um, just say you have asthma, then you can come in because you're exempt. So I said, I don't have asthma. Just give me the face mask. I'm not going to say I have asthma because I do not have asthma. But I tell you my true condition, vaccines don't work for me. They make me heal. They make me sick. Um, so I don't, I don't have asthma. So for a paper in my nose, I'm not going to say I have asthma because the problem with that is I breathe life. What I breathe is life. So when I say that I have asthma, it has to happen. The angels say, oh, sorry, sir, we didn't know. Then they get me all the things that make my body begin to conform to the having of asthma. Like, it's just as simple as when I say I'm poor. Oh, as you see me, I'm so broke right now. Yeah, the angels say, sorry, sir, 
we do not know that you were poor, but we will make sure that we oversee your poverty from now on. You know, when people say that tickles me to death, the angel says, oh, don't worry. We will make sure you die and die, you must die. So because Adam was given the power to breathe life. This is not about positive confession or don't lie situation. It is just realization. So for a piece of cloth or for going into a shop that I don't even need to go into, instead of that, I would rather just go home. I'm not going to say I have got asthma. So I haven't got asthma. Do you understand? Um, but I'm also not going to say I'm exempt if I don't, if I'm not exempt. You see the exemption um, stuff is eternity that will judge that one because research is continuous. So let's be clear. Let me just be clear tonight. COVID is really, it's um, a super spread disease like people spread it. Um, if you're, so I, I think you should follow what you follow. But what you cannot tell me is to begin to show on television that Boris has taken it publicly. A rapper has taken it publicly, so meaning it is safe for you. Am I Jay-Z? I don't understand when we became the same. I in him and him in us. So they're showing leaders of countries, Nigerian leaders too are taking it. We know you are liars, like... You, the fact that you took it is why we don't want to take it because we're hoping it kills you. So yeah, I saw one of them take it today. I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is the way to go. Like maybe you're all going to go. Who knows what God can do? Because without God, the God of all flesh. So what I'm saying in essence is that news influences everybody. And until they get, it's like the mind of people zombied out. So that when you see someone that you think is high up there, you don't know what he faces behind closed doors or in front of closed doors. You just say, oh, well, it must be safe. Why? Someone took it. <laughs> I don't understand. Who? So God says there are reports and then there is another kind of report, the word. Uh, the ultimate message. So I love that NIV puts it that way as well. Who has believed our message? But for the sake of tonight, let me stick with who has believed our report. I need you to underline, circle, start the word report. Because there will always be a counter report against whatever report you receive. God says there is a report that is not earthly. There is a report that is spiritual. But then there is a report in everyday life. You hear that from your doctor. You hear from the news media. And sometimes the news media themselves are seduced. They don't mean to deceive the world, but because they are deceived, the natural thing is to deceive people. So they may not necessarily sit down in a carcass and say, let's go deceive people, but a deceived person can only deceive person. Now, if you agree that the news media have received the truth, then believe whatever they say. But if you know that they are not capable of truth, to receive truth, then you can't believe it because and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The word is the only truth. Are you listening to me tonight? And in other words, some, the doctor can submit a report to you. God says, can you put that side by side by another report? When you've heard it. Now, the reason why he needs to give you another report is that he knows that as long as you live daily on earth, there will be reports. Life is a checked pavement, it's checked. In other words, it's not straight, it's not lines. 
you have the checkered pavement of life you get into boxes and God says there is a report and sometimes when the report of the word comes you cry about it you mourn about it but God says can you believe do you have faith in a more superior report who has believed our report uh-huh and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Then he starts the report. Verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. Uh-huh. And as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty. What is our report? Jesus. And that's where we're going tonight. So when we talk about 12 cases of faith, we want to talk about the things that he did, but it is not particularly about him. It's how those people tapped into an unlimited source of hyperbalon megatons. The power of God that is way beyond our target. It starts with the belief of reports. It starts with what you spend your time believing. So, you know, of course, those of you who have been here for a while, you know I just love to watch CNN until I've realized that they are seduced. You can't share truth that you don't know. So it is not the woman sitting in front of the television. She cares not a thing about the world. She's just getting her salary. She can go to Nigeria, go to Ghana and say, I would just want to show you how bad things are here. She doesn't care. She's just going to get a salary. She's going to get a, um, an award at the end of the year for best report. And that's all she's looking for. When BBC came to do an interview about what God is doing in the nation family of Spark Nation, they don't care about PK's life changing. It's just content. So the world is full with content. The world is filled with context. It's filled with patterns. It's filled with the story of our lives. It's filled with, someone asked me, do you believe in reincarnation? I said, how can I not believe in reincarnation? How can I not? Because she sent me a movie, and in that movie, without them knowing scriptures, they were talking about certain culture, and how some people lived another life when they came back, in patterns, and I, I, I regard the movie very deep and he's African for that matter, very, very deep. So he said, but do you believe in reincarnation? He said, of course I believe in reincarnation because Elijah must come first. But it was John that we saw, but they were the same pattern. First Adam, last Adam, propensity of Eve. So how do I not believe that there are lives lived before and if, even if I don't believe all of that, which I must believe because it's the word, I see my life. I see myself in places where I realize I was here. I can't remember. But I was here. Something like this has happened before. Normal on your bowman style. He just names things because that makes him creator. He says it's deja vu. And normal zombie. He said, it's deja vu. He said, what is deja vu? I said, I saw something before in my dream. You're telling me deja vu because someone named it. I'm not going to just follow everything you zombies follow. I'm not going to do it. It is not deja vu. I said, I saw it in my dream. Why is it deja vu? Who named it? Why? So these guys named our experience way before us. Why? So that those experiences are no longer ours. They are detailed in another man's um, um, in another man's colloquialism 
So you zero it down, you look at dictionary. Do I need to look for meaning of dream? I, I slept, I closed my eyes. I saw something. He said, don't worry about the meaning. I said, I saw it. What is the name of it? Saw, hit. Said, it's called illusion. I said, I don't know what it's called. It is my experience. Do you believe in reincarnation? That people can come back as something else. I don't know if they can come back as animals. But I do know that people live a life repeated. Repeated pattern, exactly. Repeated patterns of parents. I see it. See, most people becoming their parents right in front of them and they do not know. They're living a life. Huh? You want me to tell you the movie? I, I won't. Because I might start 30 days of word. Shepherd is panicking. No, even I don't want to do that. <laughs> 30 days of word is like the name of Jesus over demons. <laughs> so people actually told me that crossover was, a comp it was a, an intentional saboteur. And I said, I agree. Sabotage. But... It's all good. We survived. So there are reports. So God deals with us tonight on how to believe reports. They said the WHO has reported. Let me tell you something. Every time WHO, United Nations, World Water Organization, whatever, make prediction about Africa, it never happens. Because the real people that are meant to make it happen don't have access to news. So they can't behave that way. In 1960 or 1960 something, they said there will be water scarcity. We won't have water in Africa by statistics. Um, guess what? It is 2021 and we do have water. The problem is not water. The problem is tapping it. But they didn't base their report on just waking up to report. It is just that the people who they were talking to were illiterate enough not to behave like there will be water scarcity. So they just kept living their life. And guess what? We're still drinking water. How be it clean or unclean, we drink water. Do you understand that? Then they see recession. I wonder why recessions don't touch Africa. Because the people are not educated enough to be in recession. So a man wakes up and just knows, I need to go out and find food for my family. Guess what? He comes back home and somehow they leave. They don't have bank account. They are like the birds of the air. We will neither sow nor spin. But they, they hit any which way. Do you understand that? Um, but in an advanced world, you have access to a report. And reports make you behave. So a man has never had COVID, he doesn't have COVID, but he will go and take that stuff because he's been told that you will have it and the day you have it, you will die. Something is going to happen to you. So himself, he surrenders to that report. So I realized that reports control lives. I want you to hear this. And for church leaders, I want you to think about this with me. That when you have a young church, You'll wonder what this has to do with reports. But please stay with me and trust this process. When you have a young church and it's filled with very young people, some are teenagers, some are just growing, don't be perplexed when young people change their minds. It has to be, otherwise they are not humans. 
And otherwise, you also cannot test the resolution of the real people. In other words, if a person is 16, 17, and they're excited, and you think they're your soldier, they can change their mind tomorrow because they live by reports. The Lord told me to tell you that the most dangerous thing in a person's life is not sickness, it's not poverty, it's indecision. The most dangerous person is an undecided person who is even in the household of faith because what happens to him or her is that it gets sick or situation happens and he says, I don't know if God wants me healed or not. God says, that's the person I don't respond to. That's a man. You remember, the Bible says, it's like a man tossed to and fro. He said, let not such a man think that he can receive anything from God because receiving from God starts from thinking. Thought controls our lives. So what happens is that a, 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 a let me tell you, an old woman who is, well, maybe old, a woman who is in her 55 who can stand today and say, or 50 or 55 and say, this is so lovely. And tomorrow change her mind. She did not start like that. Look at her life. Then you will realize that that's a person tossed to and fro because she can't see, she cannot see something through. It's a pattern of life. Now, what if our children or his children or their children behave that way as well? It is a normal pattern. It's not abnormal. So a pack of 10 can come. Now, what you're looking for in that pack of 10 is three or two. Let's say three. Because they will be convinced those are the people that grow with you. So the real growth of the nation family are those who have crossed. So you will realize that in this um, season meal interview, I was sitting there and she was talking about a community. And I said, those that I have one, I have them. Now the world cannot understand that. That's not the community. I already have the community if you have the heads of the community. And what are the heads of the community? Those who grow with the work consistently. They are faith people. They grow with it. They become powerful in it until that work becomes them. Do you understand? That's what I mean by I have that. Others don't have that. <laughs> So we've got to understand, you, again, you're wondering, what has this got to do with report? Well, do adults also change their mind? You know, 14, 15, 16, 17. Of course they do, but it's a normal pattern. It's parental. It is inherited. A normal African parent that goes to church has gone to three or four. Normal. Typical. It's not, it's not even deep. For them, it's not deep. And if you ask them, normal, there will be some exceptions. Um, if you ask them, they have reasons, which is always tied around the pastor. It's a messed up mind. It's the only way to tap into Satan's power of nothingness. Satan's job is not to make you a wreck. It's to make you nothing. So a wretch is, you, you see a person on the street on drugs and you say, ah, oh, this guy is wrecked. No, no, no. You talking, you are nothing. So it, there's no difference. His job is to just neutralize human and to make them not, not, not a threat. So the moment a person is not a threat, it doesn't matter if you are hooked on drugs or not. You're just not a threat to his kingdom. So it doesn't matter to him. If a church is one billion people, if it's not a threat, 
you know this church is not going to save those who are coming out of prison or those who are into a certain lifestyle or going to take people from poverty into prosperity. They are not a church. So whatever you do when you shut your Sunday door church, it doesn't matter to him. It doesn't need to bother. And I'll be it when the sons of God, those are people who will inherit what Satan wanted to have. Who has believed that report? Then he told us about Christ. He has no form of comeliness. He doesn't look great. It's like a root out of a dry ground. It doesn't look promising. But some people believed in it because it's everyone's report. So when God begins to speak to you tonight about him wanting to make you again, we go back to using billion or trillion as example. When he, now, the world says we don't care about money. Why do they read the richest people in the world? Why? Why does a magazine prosper, Forbes? Why does it prosper on the fact that it just talks about rich people? He said, don't use money as a, no, no, no. It could be ever, I've never seen the highest soul winner in the world. They don't care. These people call world. They're dogs. I keep telling you about these people. They don't care. I didn't call them dogs. The scripture says so. Okay, sorry, let me not say dogs because I'm in, the, I'm in love. Cursed. Jesus, Paul said, if anyone does not believe in our Lord Jesus Christ, let the person be, he used the Hebrew word, cursed. Anyways, they have no form. He has no form of comeliness. And they believed in the unseen. When we saw him, we saw him on Calvary. And there was no form of comeliness. Everyone who associated with him wanted to dissociate except for the next world changes. He has no form of comeliness. Yet, if you, when you get to verse 5, when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. Verse 3. He is what, what you must realize about the reason why young people fall away from God is they want a life. They want freedom. You're young enough and you realize, you know what? Why do I have to obey this law, this status, this law, this status, this law? I want to be free. Now, it is not new in you. Um, how do I put this now? I told one of them three years ago, I said, see, that changes mind about your mom. It doesn't matter what you are changing your mind about. 15 years after, he's still the same thing. You will not just see this true. It manifests differently in each generation. So one of your sisters was telling me yesterday, he said, um, this is five years in Spark, and I celebrate it because I remember the day I was complaining to you, I was about to leave or something like that. And I thought you were going to say things like, oh, don't just da-da-da. I just said, look, this, this, and this is the truth. When you make your decision, let me know if you have time. Simple. He said, the way I picked my bag and ran to church, and she's now established, and God is helping her. Simple. That was a transformation moment. That's not a, I don't give a toss moment. That's shepherding. It's just, I'm looking at you, and I'm saying, okay, you're of age now, then. Then, yeah. You know why? I've learned the secret of church growing up as a pastor's kid. Churches don't die. They evolve. New lives come. And guess what? 15 years here, I'm talking to church leaders now. It's always, please pardon this language. This is not to 
to be derogatory on anyone. It's always better versions. Always. You know why some don't grow? They get bitter about the lesser version. You can't. You've got to walk in love. Because most people you know will get bitter about everything. We were talking about some others some years ago. It's amazing how someone can offend a person in church and the person cuts every other person off. It's so, so offend me. Then you cut off like 500 people. Hey. It's a curse. It's a pattern. It's not normal. I can't be in a group of 10, then faith offend me, and nine has offended me. How is that normal? It's senseless. It's senseless. It is not spiritual. And you see, senseless, yeah, if you're offended, I'm sorry, you can then be offended by even things I don't know that you're offended at. Isn't that more funny? <laughs> spiritual people pray they discern things they see what the normal high cannot see I've been in more than five era of church in 15 years and I would look back and say imagine when most of you came to the meet to the house imagine the pastors you met were like 60 year old men and they are supposed to lead your family house you won't stay because that's daddy you were running from. You won't. When God was ready to move us, and at the time, as funny as it is now, at the time of that evolving, we didn't see it that way. We just thought, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I would have jumped into trying to save the situation if not for the dream I had. That dream was the intervention from going that way. I had the dream. The evening, we're going to have a meeting of what is going on. You know what is going on meeting. Instead of go preach the word, we're going to do what is going on meeting. I was going to have it. I slept and I had a dream. And in that dream, there were ships. I mean, I was in the what is going on meeting. And I was told by a, a, a man who ran into the living room to say, ships have been led away. Then I said, what ship? These are the ships. The guy looked at me and shook his head for me. He said, these are ships. I said, yeah, we're talking. His conviction made me stand up, run after him, and I saw the real ships. They were famished. They were thin. And they were being led out of our garden, which I now know is Eden, the presence of God. Because we were in a what is going on meeting. I held the rope and did not let them go. I woke up and I said, I'm not coming to the what is going on meeting. My dad, the Jew, was already said from now, we're going to talk this. So imagine his disappointment. I just said, I'm not coming. I won't be there. It is called what is going on meeting. A man that does not hear from heaven will attend every what is going on meeting because heaven is not speaking. Well, they should be young. They should understand. No, the Bible says that the ways of a youth is slippery. He said, I, the Lord, add sand to it. So when I took on the 2015, I said, Lord, my way is slippery. It sleeps. You, you're walking and boom, you get offended. A little girl, they say, oh, they offended me there because the way they talk to me. Because someone has already told her how to be spoken to. And so when I am about to be offended, I remember the ways of a youth is slippery. I think it's Psalm 113. 
He said, but I, the Lord, had sanctuary. Those are scriptures I grew up with because I met my parents doing the same thing. Imagine my dad is still telling me today about leadership and how some young people disappointed them, but they are stronger, da, 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 da. That's what I grew up with. That's what they were doing when I was young. So I've not seen fluctuation. You understand? I've always seen them as prosperous and they got more and more prosperous. So I've seen that pattern. So why would... So when... Your mom teaches you scriptures like the ways of a young man is slippery. So when I want to be spontaneous to change my mind about things, I remember those scriptures. This is slippery. This is not fighting for my right. This is slippery. This is not growth. This is me falling. Falling off. This is not growth. This is not maturity. This is not me learning how to be spoken to. This is slippery. It's the normal thing for a young man to sleep, to drift in life. I told you I had people in the yesterdays who dreamt with me, even better than me, about spagnation today. And they talked about people drifting in life, but they drifted still. And I've always taken time to look at the appearance life and I realized that it's the same thing. Manifested in different forms. I believe we've broken that curse. Look at the scripture here. The ways of a young man is slippery. Okay, go back to the scripture you were reading. And when, when we heed as it were, our faith is from him. He was despised. And, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our grief. Verse 5, please. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. When he, I want you to hear this. This is where I start from tonight. When he spoke about our report, why did we hide our face? Why did he have no form of comeliness? He was taking our iniquity upon him. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement for our peace, peace meaning wholeness, and by his own stripes, we were healed. So what we call his own shortcomings was our uprising. But it's a report that the world cannot see. For them, they just see a man that is being crucified. So you see in scriptures where we're going tonight, you see people tapped into this sacrifice without even necessarily having been born again or been his disciple, what they did was they believed a report. The Bible spoke about the woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says she heard. She has heard that Jesus was passing by. She has heard about Jesus and she said to herself, if I can touch the elm of his garment, I will be healed. But before we get to the first case of faith tonight, I want us to read the scriptures that I piled up. Faith comes by hearing and all that. Please talk to me. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. That's where we're reading from. Romans 10 from verse 16. Thank you. Uh -uh. Let's start from Hebrews. For without, without faith. But. Hebrews 11. Yes sir, verse 6. Verse 6. But. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. I wonder what word you've replaced impossible with and what word you've replaced faith with. Because you can replace it. You can say without prayer. You can say without fasting. You can even say without giving. 
But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Why? For he who comes to God must believe that he is. I think the first thing, and you will be kidding yourself and I, if you, have, if you tell me tonight that you've never thought, does God really exist? Anyone ever thought that? Like, is all this really real? So the Bible needs to settle that for you on the pages of his word, and that can come to your mind even if you're a pastor. It doesn't mean anything. For he who comes to God, the first thing that must be settled in their heart is to know that there is God. And what? And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek. Do you see the practice there? He is a rewarder of those who seek him quotidian. Daily. They are diligent. They are not slippery. They are not vanished people. Most slippery people, most tossed to and fro people are, as, are Christians. Because they pray and hear things. The Bible says, therefore, I write to you, be immovable, always steadfast. The best gift of people are people who are still doing the same right thing. People who years after. My name is PT. I've been preaching this way for 15, nonstop. So what has happened is I've seen people change. I've seen me improve. What should happen in your life because of this rock of faith is that you should see people change. You don't change because of them. You improve whilst you watch them change. The same faith. I love when God was talking about the lineage. Paul was talking about the lineage of Timothy. He said this same faith was in your grandmother Eunice and the same faith in your mother Louise or, which, or the other way around, whichever one. He said, I noticed the lineage of faith in you. No wonder Timothy was standing to the end. In case you're watching me and you're saying, but I've not had consistent parents. Remember, in Adam, parenting changed. But without faith, what is faith? We spoke about it the other day. So go back to the SoundCloud. What is faith? Without faith, it's impossible to please him. When God sees the demonstration of faith, he receives a sweet-smelling aroma. And that may be in your service. He receives it. When you don't give up on soul winning, it sees faith. When you don't give up, give up on giving, it sees faith. It smells it as an offering. He, a time comes in your life when God smells the character and the diligent practice of your life. And that life itself becomes the offering. So I'm saying God received my life 15 years of service or more as a sacrifice, my sweet smelling. So I don't remember how much money I've given in those years. I can't tell you I gave a million in that, that, that. But I remember that I'm still here because that cannot be forgotten. Money given can be forgotten. But the, the lifestyle of faith, but without faith. It is impossible to please God. So sometimes and all times when we sound different from the world, what we are saying is our pleasing statement to God. When I believe in giving or in whatever you want to call it, I'm just saying that my life should please Him. Then He adds the interesting thing, and that He is a rewarder. 
It means that there is nothing you give to God that will go unrewarded. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He said that the just shall live by faith. But if his soul, you know that soul, that balanced place, you know soul. You, you remember soul, right? The home of emotion where there is love, hate, where there is everything. But if his soul withdraws, but if he withdraws, he said, my soul has no pleasure in him. So God is looking for a set of people tonight who he can be pleased with. So he's not pleased because you lifted up your hands and you begin to sing. You began to sing, Lord, let my life be pleasing to you. God says, can I see faith? because you can sing all that song you can cry all you like he said you want to be pleasing to me um, 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 fill my life till all they see God says you want that can I see faith for he who comes to God I, I would love amplify that message but read that f scripture first quickly if he withdraws my soul has no pleasure Hebrews 10 38 uh -huh. now the just shall live by faith do you see how those who are just live how do I know someone has been justified the world will condemn them their finances will want to call them poor that's a report their medical reports will want to say that they are sick that's a report but how will they live by faith so I know a person has not been justified if they are not living by faith. It is not the way they dress. It is not what they put at their door saying, I'm a child of God. No, I need to see your faith. Because in the realm of the spirit, your walk is your faith. So sometimes when you're sitting down and people are asking what is going on with your life and you're just a worship leader. What is going on with your life? You're just a preacher. Are you listening to me tonight? What is going on? You are demonstrating faith, telling the host of heaven and the host of hell that you are just. So sometimes God says those who are just, does not adjust to the world but you make a statement to hell and to all of heaven that you are just sometimes we have to tell God that remember I am just and how do you express that it is the spirit of faith so hell does not know when God justified you the Bible says for those who are called, he also justified because he calls you. So sometimes you have to prove all times really. You have to prove your election sure. You know the Bible says that. It said prove your election sure. He called you the Kaleo, the Ecclesia. That's the word Kaleo. They called out. So sometimes El does not know. But what El begins to look at and begin to attack in your life is faith. Because that's the only way you prove that you are just. And people think they've become just. One of the signs of the religious just is that they, they condemn others. They judge. Sometimes their skirt get longer. Sometimes their hairstyle change. Sometimes their heart get bigger. And they said, now because I'm now a Christian, all the things I used to do in the world I don't do anymore. I'm looking at the sister and said, you didn't used to do anything. You did nothing. You didn't used to do anything. You didn't have the boldness to have a boyfriend. So don't tell us all the things I used to do. You were not doing anything. Money again is just a place to hide for you. You know it. The just shall live by faith. So what makes angels know that you are called out? They don't know. They were not there. Angels were not there when God called you. Hell was not there. But what do they see? What happened the day you got born again? Faith rises in you. 
you did not live any longer like the world lived. They began to check your giving. They are saying, what's she doing? Now, there's a difference. There are people in the world that are givers too, by the way. Now, so but what makes a difference between the giver of the world and the giver of the kingdom is that the giver of the kingdom gives towards an assignment of God. Those are two different things, you know. They're not the same. They begin to check what you say. They are realizing, I think something happened in the life of this guy. The just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back. So please, pastors, don't be, don't be surprised if some people draws back. Because the Bible says there are those who draws back. You'll see, it said, for we are not of those who draw back until perdition. Look at this. But if anyone draws back. Uh -huh. My soul has no pleasure in him. 39. But, but we are not of those who draw back to perdition. When you draw back from faith, you draw to perdition. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. You know what the saving of the soul is? That's your normal everyday life. We are not of those. I want you to say that with me tonight. I'm not of those who draw back unto perdition meaning the first day i took this walk of faith i determined by the spirit of god to see it through the first day i decided the nation gospel the gospel of the nation i decided to see truth but we are not of those who draw back to perdition so most most people will say oh that pastor is causing people because they left no pastors don't need to cause nobody how why there's already a scripture here But we are not of those who draw back to perdition. So people who have embraced faith before. People who have embraced giving. They, they heard the word. They even testify. You know people testify to things. They said the way my child's life changed in this is unbelievable. Wow, praise our master, blah, blah, blah. Everybody praises. Then tomorrow. They say, oh, I don't know what's going on there. How? Now, you know how they justify it? They will say, at the time that I said that everything was good, but something changed. Liar. Nothing changed. You're always changing. Because you see, the faith lane is a single lane. It's not a dual carriage road. So when people get onto that narrow lane, all of a sudden, they think we can turn back. It's at no cost, but it is drawback onto perdition. Why do I say that emphatically tonight? I'm a pastor's kid. I've never, and I've seen a lot of people draw back in every church. I've never seen one of them become anything. I just don't understand. That's as a pastor's kid. 15 years here too. I'm saying, how can I know? Find one of these guys that just proved me wrong. Like, let me just see your life. Like, even physical progress. I can't. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition. But of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Let's go to, to the other scripture, Romans now then. So we've sorted that out. Faith comes by report. Talk to me. 
But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So you see, Romans was just repeating Isaiah 53. But we have not, they have not all obeyed the good news. The gospel means good news. Do you want to write that down in case you don't know yet? Gospel just means good news. So those of you who feed on bad news, you still hear it. You think it's called current affairs. Yeah. There is no affair that is current. By the time it's been reported to you, it's been done. By the time you hear what is going on in Japan, it's done. They're just telling you what has happened. So how can it be current? But they have not all obeyed the good news. So why would the Bible use obedience for good news? It's like you would have thought good news is the best to obey. Like it's easy. No, because you have to access it by faith. So obedience in the eyes of God is faith. Obedience is the demonstration of faith. So if God says by giving you increase, he said, but they've not believed the good news because why did they not believe it? They didn't receive it as good news. It's bad news because what they heard is part away with what you have. What they did not hear that we heard was get what God has. By demonstrating faith. Do you understand that? Giving is not part away with what you have. Giving is what you have is less than what God has. And the way you demonstrate that you believe what he has is parting with what you have according to his word. Whatever it tells you part time. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed that report verse 7. So then. So then. Faith comes by hearing. In other words, so look at this scripture. So you see where I'm going with this. Faith comes by reports. The moment you watch a CNN or a, or a BBC and you believe that what they said happened somewhere did happen and it can affect you, guess what you just did? You just demonstrated faith. What had come? You will behave in that pattern without knowing it can be in five years' time. You will not just know. You will behave according to that report. It could be five years but it settles in your subconscious. So I'm not advocating that you don't know your current affairs. I'm just saying that in heaven is the most current affairs because the things that happen in the natural as first happen in the supernatural. The things that, has, that happens in this realm has happened in that realm before. So that is more current because it sees into the future. The righteousness that is of faith speaks in this manner and sometimes until you spiritually developed you cannot watch those things and not be influenced by them because it will what the devil wants to do is to slow you down according to his time he needs to do that that's what news are for have you seen newspaper called times financial times or the times what he needs to do is to take that time and regulate everyone and be shocked what you need to do tonight is say, I break the yoke of current affairs. I'm not a current man. I'm a man that sees. I see the future. I see what God is saying. So I will not be slowed down. So sometimes when God calls us into seclusion, when God calls us into isolation, it's Eats our time up beyond the time of men that we can walk with his time. 
So when you see scriptures like let time begin, what God is saying in other words is detach from the time of man and come into the faith lane. Come into the love lane because in that lane I will show you ahead of time so that you can come back and regulate this time. So we heard of men who say that guy's so ahead of his time. Nation family, let me tell you, most of the things I've said years ago, the church will catch up with it in 40 years time. I know that. There's no way. They ca- the church is the last to catch up with anything in this whole entire world. It doesn't matter if it's church in London, America, Nigeria. They don't catch up. So when people say, oh, well, you guys won't have problem with COVID because you're already set up like that. Yes, yeah, right. You're right. Because it is called time. Timelessly. The ability of man to see beyond their current situation is called faith. So the righteousness that is of faith lives by it. He doesn't just say it. He lives by it because he has seen it in the faith lane. He has seen it in the faith realm. It is the realm of the spirit knowing that there is God and that he is a rewarder. Everything you're doing now will be rewarded. That's what I'm saying in other words. Now, if it's going to be rewarded, why do we then act, dress, speak as if it's already been rewarded? Because it has been. Time manifested when maturity comes to you. A child is not going to have inheritance. His dad is a billionaire. He's not going to have inheritance. He's is already. But as he grows, he realizes it. Are you listening to me tonight? So, when we speak these things, we speak the mystery of God to men that are regulated by current affairs. So when men react to you, they speak to you about what they see you as now. So they can say, you are 29 now, you should be doing this, that's current. But guess what? For a believing child of God, a daughter of Zion, um, a, a, a Ish, a, a child of Zion, she already sees a reward. So when the man that is current does not see, they walk with age. They say, I'm now so, so, so age. Happy birthday to you. That's the man of time. But the timeless man already lived in that time of reward. So when you're looking at her, you're not, you're, you're seeing 28. What she's seeing is what she is at 48. And she speaks it. She believes it. And there is no hell that can change that from her because she's already seen it on the faith lane. So she is a timeless lady in time, subject to time and the power of time. The only power time has over you is to regulate you. So when anything goes big, the first thing the, the man of system does is how do we regulate it? That's back nation thing. Can we regulate it so that he can be with time? Because otherwise Satan does not know what to do with it. He can't deal with it. He can't destroy it because it's ahead of him. He knows it ahead of him. He, I mean, he knows it's ahead of him. It's too advanced for him. And so he's worked for thousands of years in the system to regulate you. The man of faith is unpredictable. Satan does not know what he's going to wake up tomorrow to do. Now, if you regulate yourself with time, the moment a pastor can write a book about church growth, that is time already. 
yeah it is time are you listening to me tonight it is time already so what how does your own clock work sometimes anti-clockwise because in your spirit there is a time called light and the holy spirit says it's time to do this faith is activated because you've been sowing the seed sometimes you're sowing the seed for something for 10 years consistently you're sowing it and it takes 10 years for the reward to come because god is timeless god satan wants you to count time and then people will say i've been doing this for 10 years it's not working satan says i win he goes to the court of heaven and says she's in time i can you can't bless her because she's not timeless she's just said 10 years god says why did you say that you're supposed to be timeless you're a person of faith your faith that's your time if satan cannot get you to hurry up in life it cannot get you out of life hurriedly you didn't hear what I just said. I said if Satan cannot get you to hurry up, he cannot get you. The Bible says an he that believeth does not make haste. Let's read it. Read the Bible, please. He that believes. He said, but it's the parental pressure. There are time people, you know why they are giving you that pressure? They are looking at their age and saying, I'm going soon. Let me see my grandchild, mommy says. I said, in the name of Jesus. Some of you take those words lightly. It's just, oh yeah, it's not my word. No, it's seed. Words are seeds. All of a sudden, the blood that spoke to you begins to move you in that. And what, what do you tell spiritual people who are married? Listen to the time. God will say to you, it's time for this. And you respond to that time. Why? He makes all things perfect. He needs time. Not your culture time. So number one point tonight. The way we know you're justified is how you live. Lifestyle. That's what they look for here. They say, just your lifestyle is what we, If you are sick, they say, let's check your lifestyle. What you eat, right? Lifestyle. The just shall live. They will have a lifestyle. And their lifestyle will be called faith. The just shall live by faith. I think I should wait on that a little bit. The church are people called out of time into timelessness. That their regulatory time will be faith. So people were telling me, oh, oh my days. Someone comes to church and says, oh, if you just don't do this and do that, the church would have grown to da, 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 da. I said, no. But people actually believe they know your time. That's what they call in my culture. Looking at another person's time to run. You look at their time and you say, by this time. The greatest problem of women, right? Because there's a general consensus that their time is short. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. How can you say a woman's time is short? It's like looking at Sarah and say, well, you know, Abraham can have many kids, but your time is short. No, there's a promise over her life. So that even if another woman gave birth for Abraham, God is saying, that's not time, that's not me. He says, surely your seed is not Ishmael. He said, but that which comes through Sarah, your wife, is going to be the seed for the nation. And God held a time in his hands. So when I come to him, I believe that my time...
time is held in his hand. Now that is not maybe God wants me blessed or not. That's not a doubtful spirit. In fact, that is an assuring spirit. Talk to me in scriptures, please. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious it is cornerstone. A, it is a stone. It is for foundation, which is what the Ecclesia is, they call that one. It is a tried stone. You know what it means to be tried? Oh my God, you don't understand it. You want to be a billionaire, you'll be tried. It's a tried stone. And it is also a precious cornerstone. You know what precious cornerstone means? Tried means it's gone through fire. Precious means that it's not common. So don't let common people tell you your time. A precious common stone, then it calls it a sure foundation, meaning this foundation, this called that one, there was, the, it used the word foundation twice there. It was a, a, a stone for foundation, but it's a sure cornerstone. It does not move the certainty of our lives, the days of our lives, in his hands. He will be, whoever believes will not act hastily you know when i use certain phrases because i'm looking for that particular word but this is fine he that believes does not make haste whoever believes will not act hastily i believe i taught them pastor sam even in the physical life why i don't run towards something i said i don't run because it's a demonstration of faith and I mean physical now. So where are you going? So I need to catch the bus. No, I'll miss that and go on another. Because I woke up on time, so I'm not talking about late people. Late people are always... He that believe it, uh -huh, talk. shall not make haste. Unbelievers are hasty people. They haste to marry. They haste to get a job. They haste... Why are you in a rush to get a property? Because you don't believe you will. They said, for this time, if you don't get it at this time, you know, by this time you are 99, you won't be able to get it back. It's not true. It's news. It's a report. Stop it if you believe. If you don't believe, you've got to do what they do. A precious cornerstone. Let me speak as me now so they don't say Spark Nation. So I've told you many times, I've never heard a property in Nigeria and we're thinking of doing XYZ in Nigeria. This year starts with a bang. On Sunday, you're going to see the mood board. So there was a time in the nation, family, that we're thinking of getting a place in Elephant and Castle called Prospero House. And we're going to design it, but we realize... Of course, we didn't get it, as you know. But the year starts, and the first thing we get in the prime place in, in that city, as of Sunday when I was telling you about, um, about the tower and stuff like that, we don't have any place. I'm just saying, we're going to go there, and we're going to start establishing families. If you remember that I told you that, and we needed an HQ, that was just Sunday. Now, today's Thursday. Guess what? A massive building. We finished paying for it already. Um, and the design starts next week. And it's going to be just like the Prospero house. Now, that's between Sunday 
and Thursday, guys. Now, again, this is not Spark Nation before charity says, oh, so you bought a property in Nigeria. So, no, stop it. This is Toby Adebuega Ministries talking. Um, radio want to... It's not charity. Switch now to Toby Adebuega. Or the Givers Club. Imagine, because it's in a time Within that period of time, so imagine I'm not going there. I haven't built a massive property. I'm going there because the kingdom has a property that, and this is, these are things people work for for endless years to have. So you got it done in like four days. Like four guys, four. It's just the leading us with the spirit saying, okay, do this, do this. This person finds it, da-da-da. And everything just, and those who know, um, we got ministry, whatever that is. No, we don't keep, we don't have, we don't keep. You cannot keep what you don't have. You keep when you have. So as long as there's men in it, we don't keep. But it just so happened that the provision to get that done was there. Simple, done, gone. You'll see the mood board on Sunday. It is sure, so you don't rush to do it because you know it will happen. And even what we have is seeding. That's what I call it. It's seeding for the tower. It's just seeding. Because the righteousness that is of faith speaks. So once I started saying it on Sunday, everything that needs for that to happen started moving in place there's no way that that happens within days it doesn't work like that and it just so happens that the resources needed for this data that was just there in the hands of individuals just to do it at the right time within the window of two three days done over and it would have been shorter if it's not jungle place it would have been two days but jungle you know jungle they do things differently. So you pay for this and say, oh, by the way, imagine you finish paying and then they now see there's legal cost. So that's supposed to be part of the breakdown. After, so the guy takes his money from and say, ah, by the way, this thing is not legal until um, we sign legal cost. Then you find out that the lawyer is his cousin, his brother. And the agency is his younger brother. So it's one family. Then you finish and say, ah, oh, you these people. Then they say, okay, now there is your legal cost because you have to seek legal advice. <laughs> and I've chosen my son, first son, to be your legal advisor. He said, give me the paper, man. Get the hell out of my face. <laughs> so I'm just saying that there are some things that will surely happen in your life. And if you believe it, the test of God's faith is your willingness to wait. In the realm of time and faith, it is not waiting. Imagine a son always goes to the father and says, oh, Dad, this is my inheritance. When? What you are asking him is, when will you die? You can't do that because you're sure. Now, that would say, why are you eager about when I will die? Are you dying? When you look at God and it looks like you're in a hurry, God says, 
Do you not believe you will have life? Do you not believe that I've given you all things that you may enjoy? Why are you in a rush? He said, it's my age. So when people remind you of your age, forget if it's parent or so, they are just telling you you will die. That's all they are saying. Because if you believe that I will live, why is there an issue with Joseph going through all that he went through, or Sarah, because what God was planning for her was the child of promise, not just a child faith is you demonstrating to God and the demonstration of that is he who believes does not make haste my faith is why I'm not rushing not rushing to build a global church I'm not rushing to be a billionaire I'm not because if the Bible says it gives me all things freely to enjoy it means that it will give me enough long life and time and health to enjoy it so why are you in a rush to be seen? You know that's the problem of most people that they don't talk about. They're in a rush to be seen, appreciated, and loved. Why? You don't believe that God is. And there is a reward eh, of those who diligently seek Him. What God taught me in these 15 years is ability to stay in the corner and be contented. Unseen. Growth came to meet me. I didn't go looking for it. The explosion of Spark Nation came to meet me on the same altar where I was preaching. It was an advertisement. We didn't advertise nothing in those days. I believe zero in social media. We're just preaching, but the words were spreading. Faith. The evidence of things that I cannot see, but I've seen them with the eyes of the Spirit. And so when God says you're going to have this city, you're going to have all the city of the world. If he gives me a place in Lagos, if he gives me a place in Accra, I just want to be sure it's him. As in, we started this process on Monday. On Sunday, I was still telling my sister on phone that, because let me tell you what happened. They've gone to check the place and they said someone else has paid for it. Sorry, sir. Da, 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 da. So I said, that's extremely, unbelievably perfect. I want it. But then the Spirit of God said, go for it. So I text the person back and said, listen, call them and tell him, whoever, that it is God that needs it. It's simple. It's not even, don't go, don't do slimy slime. There's no need. So I told my sister in Canada, I said, we don't, it doesn't matter. We, we, uh, then hours after, it's just seeing my text saying, oh, we've got it. So you can imagine she's thinking, why, do, why are you this irrational? We just talked about something. No, it's just that I woke up. They just said, okay, change of mind. Return the other money to the other person and you're having it. It's as simple as that. Well, what if tomorrow is canceled? Then that means we've paid, we've sown a seed for something that means we need another one that is like two three four million more expensive because he that believes does not make haste you don't dream and quickly say as things are going out just hold something down somewhere that cannot be faith that's a non-believer that's that's a non-believer speaking it's like Imagine, if in case you don't believe me, imagine God tell Abraham, go to a land I will show you. And Abraham said, um, yeah, that's right. I will get a place in Mesopotamia just um, in case. Then it's not the father of faith. It's the father of unbelief. 
The Bible says that he was moving from tent to tent. Even though God has told him that this nation is yours. And in your seed, all the nation of the earth will be blessed. <laughs> so he, he goes and invests now. He's going to invest in Sodom. Just says, you know what? Um, let me just put something aside in Sodom. Lot was going. He said, um, Lot, let me see you for a moment. You know, we don't know the future of these children or whoever. God made sure he had no child to care for. He that believes does not make haste. Where are you going? And say, I just want to that I just want to be this, da da da. Where are you going? Where to? The only destination man has is grave. So there's no way a man is going. He said, I just want to fly up. I believe I can fly. I'm not just gonna fly up. To become what? After you've become the president of ten nations at once, which is impossible. You're just waiting for the next death. Where are you going? No, no, no. God's time is called faith. It's woven in love. That as you love God and love people and serve Him, it begins to perfect all that concerns you. And if you need 100 years to enjoy that, even if there is cancer in your body, let's say, cancer will not be able to kill you until you fulfill the time of faith. It will not be able to kill you. He has rendered, I've seen God render disease in my body powerless even though he stayed in the body. Paul said, this, this, this thorn was left in my body to buffet me, but the thorn cannot kill him because he's in God's time fulfilling something. So I've seen people, including myself, that certain conditions could not kill or overpower because purpose was a life. And the moment I give up on purpose, then I've got to die because uh, there is no more reason. The fuel of life is assignment. The breath of life is assignment. So see a person that is sick or down, let them remember assignment constantly. Their spirit will respond to that. Their body will eventually pick it up because they cannot die because of assignment. I, I tell you in God's name, death cannot kill a person of assignment. It does not matter how real that death is. Someone said, I have cancer. I said, so what? Now, why do you believe it has so much power? I know why. Because you hear reports. You hear other people's report, what is done to them, how it rendered them incapable. I will render you incapable if I realize he, she doesn't know assignment anymore. But cancer does not scare me more than headache does. Because it's all under the name of Jesus. And he has given us a name. So, but what if I've called Jesus for one year and it didn't go away? You still have life, right? Call him again. Because you must stop calling if you don't believe. So, you know, you know. let me tell you something about black people's culture, yeah? They have one disease. That disease is people must not hear. Everything in this world. You know how our parents do that? You know that's what they do the most. Anything happen quickly, they're covering, they're covering, they're covering. People must not hear. People, ah, what would people say if they hear? Ah, ooh, ah, ooh, yeah. Ah, if people hear, let me tell you, it's a demonic disease. Don't copy that life. People hide cancer. They're not going to talk. <laughs> That's why people say their kids have traveled when they go to jail.
So the people that should pray and speak for them, they're not going to tell. It's, oh, if we tell our pastor now, we don't know what he would do. If you tell your pastor that you've got a condition, what's his own with your Is the condition going to kill him? You're going to die because you're an unbeliever, not because God cannot heal. Everything in our culture is people must not heal. Ah, there's a kid, someone was arrested. Ah, people must not heal. What would happen? What are what, people what? I told you about people. They hear something today. If a woman starts throwing salt in her kitchen, they follow the next thing. Zombies. Numbed out of life. What were we saying? I thought that should just speak quickly to somebody. That we must not always feel a special taboo. We must have a sense of assignment and faith. People... I've seen people either they, they, they've sacked them from work. So they dress up. Yeah, people do it. Not just a person, people. As if they are going to work. Would they not pay you salary at the end of the month? I don't understand. Why are you doing this? Why are you to the household of faith? People of faith that you should have communion with, that you should take authority over this. Of course, I'm not saying go and announce everything to the world and be telling everybody what is going on. But, but there are people you tell, there are first points of call. When they imprisoned them, Peter and all that, the Bible says they called when they came back to their home. They prayed together. They told them what had happened and they prayed and the spirit of God came. This is, this is the work of the household of faith. But then if you feel that you're in an environment where people they will think you don't have faith or you are not a good person or da da da, that means you have not believed God. You've not believed. This is our cultural unbelieving people parent move. Our parents were the most secretive but still naked people. Everybody knew what you're trying for them not to know. People know. Some people, they just have the talent of knowing what is not their business. They just know. Mm. Women especially, they just know. And you think, how did you know? You say, ah, we know. I'm like, wow, man. Like, guy, you just, every gift that doesn't make money you have. So I felt like to stop on either, I mean, not stop, but emphasize on either believes does not make haste. What everything that God has planned for me would have to come. And I know them in my spirit. I know them. When you go to the nations, I've told you, what should take you to the nation is the first class of the mountain you are taking. He didn't say the first class of planes, it should. But the first class of the mountains you're taking. Not horridness. Because horridness, is that, is that the English? Being in a hurry is a demonstration of unbelief. If I know God is going to heal me, why am, I in a, why am I in a rush for healing? Of course, pain is not good, but sometimes... He'll take me through that because I believe he will heal me. I have no doubt. I'm not even doubting if he will heal me or not. 
I'm, that's a settled thing. Will he make me great and make my name great and give me billions? If I need that for assignment, will he do it? I believe. So what if he doesn't come this year? Eh, it's all right. That means I'm just chilling because he knows that when the money comes, I'll have more to do. I have more work. So he needed me to rest till he comes. Why are you in a hurry? You don't believe. Any hurried person is not a believer. They don't believe that God is. And that is a reward. And telling me, oh, um, my daughter or my daughter is about to die. But she's useful. Like, why is she going to die? And say, oh, boy, I, there are other reports, so, 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 in so, 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 church. What's my business with so, 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 in so, 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 church? Even she's a believer, they prayed, the OGO prayed for her, and then she died the next day. What's my business with that? Why are you giving me the report of that? What's my business? I don't, do I know the person? <laughs> I don't know the person. We, am I related to the person? Do we have relationship anointing? Is my anointing and there's twins? No. So why are we believing that report? Oh, someone was so much of a giver, and look, then she got broke and da, da, da. What's my own with them? So I asked, were they in Spark? No. Okay, so already the story is different. Apart from many other different things, he that believes does not make haste. Believers say they prophesied two years ago it didn't happen. It couldn't have happened because you didn't believe. What scripture are we going to read, please? I have a first case and I haven't even touched it and I'll close for 10 or so. Hopefully. Romans 10. Tell me. Verse 17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. What am I saying tonight? In other words, hear only the word. Because every report you need is in the word. So then, faith. Read the verse 16 before that because so then is a powerful word. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. They didn't obey because they didn't believe who has believed our report so then so look at where he ended verse 16 then he opens with because of this 17 then so then faith comes by hearing if you don't hear you cannot believe so what do you need to what soundcloud do you need to look for more everything i've said about love you're hearing it everything i've said about faith you're hearing it so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God because there's another kind of hearing that is not God's word. You can hear the world's word. You can hear the word, I mean the, the word of the world. You don't even need to open CNN to hear that. Have you seen CNN? They will repeat that thing until you believe it. When you are sleeping at night, it's the same thing. When you wake up in the morning, Trump is evil. Trump is evil. Trump is evil. Trump is evil. Night and day, they repeat it and repeat and repeat until you in your heart get emotional and you say, I hate Trump. And you're looking at the person and say, ah, did you know him? Was he your mom's boyfriend? What happened? Say, I don't know. Uh, but in America, he has just thrown stone at somebody. In America, when last were you there? 
I'm never, I'm, I've never been to America. But you believe what is happening there. Zombie, oh zombie, zombie, oh zombie. You know, fella sang that song. Zombie no go go unless they tell them to go. Zombie. Zombie no go wake unless they tell them to wake. Zombie. Zombie no go. And hold that. It's talking about zombie. He said, tell them to go right now. That means for zombies, you just announce the news and say, go right. Brrr, zombies go. Wake up, brr, zombies go. Um, sleeps, brr, zombies, zombie, oh, zombie, zombie, oh, zombie, zombie, oh, zombie, zombie, oh, zombie. The guy said, Have you heard what is happening in Czechoslovakia? I said, what's my business with what is happening in Czechoslovakia? Have you heard what is happening in heavens? So don't, I'm not saying don't stay current. I'm just saying before you give me the currency of life, tell me at least about heaven first so that we can end this conversation with heaven. Like I read a word this morning and I heard God say to me that, 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 the word, the word, even if it's current, you relate the word to current and you know the tune of heaven and then you're no longer a zombie because the just shall live by faith. So we can catch up on current affairs, but not as zombies. So look, um, Bitcoin is going to go up to one billion each. I'm looking at the zombie. So how do you know? He said, oh, look at the financial times. <laughs> zombie, oh, zombie, zombie, oh, zombie. I just teach you a song to reject doubt. When a man, either is earthly good report or bad, when a man tells you that his source is human, he's zombie, without relating it to the source of God. This morning, sir, I heard God say, and I then saw it in the news, because God is saying X, Y, Z. Now, that's a man of faith. Because if Satan can regulate you with good news, he can regulate you with bad news. It's not an idiot. It will give good so that it can ease control. It doesn't matter. It can't give good. It has no capacity to give good. But whatever sounds good at the moment, it can give because it knows it's got you. Because your source is the same. So then, faith does not come by what financial times says. Faith comes by hearing. And then it says that hearing is not just hearing. It's the word of God. Now Jesus said they told him to turn stone to bread. He said man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds. In that statement it does not nullify bread. He said but living is actually based on the word that proceeds. I've told you before. This is proceeding word. It is not the word you heard years ago. It is proceeding as fresh as this morning the report you heard is what regulates whatever industry you find yourself so don't send me newspaper that's why i don't get excited because i know they're just controlling this zombie it thinks it will go up because newspaper says so so it goes now and put all his money into his zombie and then the thing crashes zombie so zombie laughs and cries as the world laughs and cries zombie 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 is happy when the world is happy zombie Zombie is sad when the world is sad, zombie. Zombie, when they tell him that disease is coming to kill you, zombie is afraid, zombie. When they tell him, now you'll be fine because there's vaccine everywhere, zombie. Zombie says, I know I'll be fine now, zombie. Everybody, zombie. It's actually like from an English word, like zombie is just rephrased. 
it just means uniformed fools who just follow uh, whatever they hear but not the word what our uniformity therefore so someone cannot come in nation family and say well i'm gonna be different so uh Dami won't just tell all of us to do something and i'll do it no he's coming from the word faith comes by hearing so we ask a business or whatever they are did you hear from god they'll say you know in this country, everybody just has money. They do this business, zombie. Zombie is going to go there and do whatever they do. Then zombie will realize that it didn't make any money, zombie. Then it will come back crying and say, ah, that country is so bad, zombie. Imagine an unbeliever telling me what business to come and do in Nigeria. I'm looking at it, an unbeliever. I'm thinking, <laughs> you really actually rate yourself, you know. This is big for the mouth of an unbeliever, you know. Like we were here together in London. I prospered more than you. How did you know? Just because you can take a six-hour flight and go. Zombie does not know if he will be alive tomorrow or today. He's zombie. He just sees. Zombie, whatever his eyes sees is what he follows. If they say there's recession in a city, zombie just says, okay, well, what can we do now? He's not a man of faith. He's zombie. Okay, people want to know what zombie means. I mean, what is how it's spelled? It's not Z O N E. It's Z O M B I E. Zombie. Faith comes by hearing. So let me go to the story of this man and close with this. Luke seven. So someone say, "I'm not a zombie." So you can also put it in. I'm not in zombie. I'm in zone love. Zone faith. Zone hell, zone, zone hell, hell for love. I live by faith. Until the last moment, I'll keep believing. Do you understand that? So sickness cannot attack my body and I'm giving up before death. No, death will have to come and I'm going and I'll still believe I will rise up. Zombie has life, but now at the age of 20-something, he already believes he's poor. And I'm asking, Zombie, why? Say, my credit is down. Say, well, do you do know that if you leave this cage, there are people who live and have way more money than you apart from credit, right? Do you know that? I'm just asking. I'm not saying don't do good credit. I'm just saying, do you know that there's another world <laughs> that is bigger than what regulates you in your city. Do you know that people actually build houses of $10 million without the bank helping them? Do you know that what exists? How you just a zombie zone out? So this man, I love the centurion. That's my first case of faith. Imagine everything I've said tonight is just to come to this man. Luke chapter 7, and I'll close with that. When Jesus had finished, Luke chapter 7 from verse 1. And NIV, please. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people who were listening, he entered Capernaum. There, a centurion servant whom his master valued highly was... Um, um, did you see that word? I wanted to underline it. I wanted to start, not for tonight, 
a centurion who was in assignment. Why? Because his master valued him highly. I thought if Jesus ever picked that up, he would have said, how can you value humans more than humans? I'm sorry. There are humans that are more valuable than others. Then there is a centurion servant whom his master valued highly, was sick, and it was just at the gate of death. I want to show you what taps into the upper balloon of God, the megatos, the power that eyes have not seen. This guy was not a disciple of Jesus. He was not a known follower of Jesus, but he had something that pleases God. Verse 3. The centurion heard of Jesus. Do you see why we've been talking about report? Do you see where I'm going with this? He heard faith comes by hearing. He heard about Jesus. He didn't hear about new medicine in town. He didn't hear about vaccine. He didn't hear about new ways to make money. I just want to hear about um, investment. It is good to be informed. But this centurion, at the, the, and I love the fact that the first thing that starts that scripture is economy. Is master because that's how his master makes money. So don't tell me just hearing about Jesus cannot give you money. No, he says you can have information, but without the life that makes the people make the money, you will not still have the money, even though you have information. And we teach it in wisdom school that information is vital. But there are many informed poor people, very, very informed. They'll say, I know this, I know that, but there's no breath of life. So you can be informed that if look. Many of us are informed that if you have a million now, you can make three million with it. Yeah? Good luck. Now go and do it. Oh, well, I don't have a million. Yeah, information. So it was highly valued. This is an economic statement, guys. So should we go back to that statement? He said, a servant whose, whom his master valued highly, he has put a price on him. It was a money situation. It's a money. Value is money. Do you understand that? So I tell Bible people who want to argue that 90% of the miracles and illustration of Jesus was centered around money. Just read it carefully. A centurion I said, go back to verse 1 now, guys, please. There was a centurion servant whom his master valued highly. In other words, there are many, many servants of this centurion who have died. He just looks at them and thinks, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. Replaces them. Whom his master valued highly was sick and at the gate of death. And the master is looking at him and saying, look, this economy of this house, this guy is key to it. So look at the centurion. The centurion did not move because he loved him. He valued. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. How can I say this? He valued him highly. Uh, economy. So this guy only knows the, the, this household. That's why I'm telling you that there are times when your pastor, a leader can stand in front of God interceding for your life. That's happened to me twice where I was saying, I know they've reached the point of death. I know even God it was saying that, look, she's got to die. It's a covenant stuff. And I'm saying she can't go. You've got to use someone else to replace her life. She can't go because she's useful for this assignment. Twice I've had that encounter stood at the gate 
gates of hell and says she can't go you have to restore her life for the purpose of something that is not my I love the person like I love everybody but hey here is an assignment that is useful for what God has called me to do you intercede to God on behalf of that and God says okay okay I'll spare her life for that reason I'll spare his life for that reason Woman's master valued highly was sick and about to die. In other words, about to die means the progression was death, meaning he's going to die. Like, there's nothing that can save him. But this centurion turns things around in a moment. Why? Number one reason, power, that made him turn things around was that he heard. So when you, the greatest information is the information about Jesus. So when I begin to announce to you that Jesus has hyperbalon negatus, that in him all things exist and consist, both spiritual things and physical things, and is the head of all things to the body, I'm announcing to you, you the good news which if you believe in it is able to change and save the people's life who are about to die even whose progression so sometimes the progression of our parental inheritance is poverty or littleness and you heard about Jesus and then you decide to make a move sometimes our community is going down the the the, 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 the pit all of life sometimes oh god a whole nation like Africa or a continent like Africa is going down the drain and Jesus said it is not the good news is not that you can give them food the good news is not that you are a good leader he said when he heard about Jesus he heard about him in a new dimension and God opened my eyes and he said to me look the centurion saw me with the eyes of a centurion I need you to see that. So when he heard about Jesus, he, he, you will see in his following statement, when he began to say, I'm a man under authority. So the demonstration of his faith is in proportion to his centurionness. He, he was just a, he was a high man there. So he interpreted Jesus' ministry. Oh God, this is so interesting. Let's read it as scripture, please. Verse 3. The centurion. So the Bitcoin man will interpret Jesus as Bitcoin, but he has to go through Jesus in order to interpret the power of Jesus in the crypto world. The medical science woman will have to see through the eye of a medical science student or, or practitioner in, and then interpret Jesus. What pastors did in the past is make us interpret him as a preacher. So when we speak to the one in insurance world or finance world, we just say, look, go and preach Jesus. No, he says, no, don't preach him. Leave in him as a centurion. Look at this man talking. The centurion heard and sent some elders of the Jews to him, asking him to come and heal his servant. Uh -huh. When they came to Jesus, they pleaded earnestly with him. This man deserves to have you do this because because he loves our nation and has built our synagogue. I know people tell you the, the love of God is not about money. It's not about what you do for God. Can, can you read Jesus? Did you see what they are telling him? They said he loves our nation and has built a synagogue. These guys used money to secure attention with Jesus. And the Jesus of the religious pastor of today said, no, I will never have anything to do with anybody because they built it. Because what is money? In Jesus, no, I'm, I don't. No, they said, he's built a synagogue. Does Jesus need a synagogue? In other words, even Jesus is against synagogue. But the fact that he's done these things, he loves our nation. He has built a synagogue. Look at verse 6. 
So Jesus went with them. Did you see what they convinced Jesus with? They never said this man is a holy man who has done no sin. They said he has given. He lost the nation and he demonstrated it by his giving. <laughs> so someone tells me, so so is gonna die because she has, I mean, he she has cancer. Um, I said, Does she love our nation? Say, yeah. Has she is she built a synagogue? Yeah. Why is she gonna die? Why? How? It was not far from the house when the centurion sent friends to say to him, Lord, don't trouble yourself. For I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. Uh -huh. That is why I did not even consider myself worthy to come to you. Uh -huh. But say the word. Oh my God. He's not a believer, guys. He's not a follower, but he's a believer, rather. But not a follower. He says, say the word. And my servant will be healed. Oh God. Look, this is not the fate of the servant. The servant is already dying, has no faith. It's his master's value upon his life. This guy goes to Jesus, he heard, activated faith, and says, Say the word. Look at the backing evidence that the guy gives to say the word. In other words, the guy says, I'm not just saying, Say the word. Because I just want you to say, I have pattern. Look at this pattern. For I myself am a man under authority. Do you understand what he was saying here? I recognize you, Jesus, as a man under authority. You work for God, right? I also work for the Roman government. I'm a man, <laughs> I'm a man under authority. Just about the time I saw the um, Crips paper, then the um, stuff for, I was going to address that, but anyway. For I myself was a, I'm a man under authority. With soldiers under me. Uh -huh. I tell this one, go, and he goes. And that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this. Wait, so it tells us that authority, I know it. That's why I said he interprets Jesus according to the eyes of a centurion. Whatever is called you, he interprets Jesus according to the eye of a black man. It's not going to change your skin color or your behavior. It says who you are. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed at him and turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, I have not found such great faith even in Israel. This is my first case of faith. So faith can be found. That's, that's, that's where I'm going with this. As important as those other points are. It said, I've not found. So it means he's always looking for. God is looking upon the horizons of the nation tonight and is looking for people of faith. He said, I've not found. If you were not looking for, you can't. You know, Jesus will later say, when I return, will I find faith? So, he's always looking for faith. Faith is not chance. Faith is challenges. 
Challenges gives us the opportunity to show if we've seen and heard of Jesus. My current challenge is my opportunity for faith to show him that I'm just. My current challenge is whatever that is, is my, and challenges don't have to be problems that come to us. They sometimes and most times should be problems that we create because of faith project. Do you understand that? Faith project must be creation of new challenge because without that, there's no faith. People who remain ordinary is because they remain in the safe zone. They were safe enough that nothing was going to push their faith. So sometimes when issues eat a family, I say, I think you were a bit too comfortable. They say, but we were not. Well, that's your own estimation. Now move to the next level of the challenge. Wake up every morning and challenge it with faith instead of crying everywhere. He said, I've not found such a great faith, not even in Israel, meaning among the chosen one, I've not even found it. But this guy's faith is demonstrated because his servant whom he valued highly are the things in your life tonight that you value highly and they look like they are about to die or they look like they are not having enough life or they look like they are not where they should be. Rise up in faith. If you don't value it, you let it die. But if you highly value it, your faith is supposed to come to life and that includes your business, your endeavor or whatever you lay your hands on. So God in the year 21 challenges us to the next level of faith. That's why he asks you to create your faith project. Those faith projects, they will have issues with it and that's what faith tackles. Have not found such a great faith. Read that last scripture please. I tell you. I tell you. He will see that they get justice and quickly. Uh-huh. However, However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? When Jesus manifests to us in this season, and he brings all the opportunities, he's brought the challenges, and we've proven your stability is that you have faith. Your stability that you're in the nation family is faith in the mission, is faith in that work, right? Now, he brings opportunity and says, do you have faith? Now, a season is going to come upon us that is going to be opportunity. Someone just has opportunity to make $100 million. Would you have faith for it now? You've had faith through the thick and the thin. Would you have faith? Or are you going to speak words like, oh, that's too high. I mean, it's not my level now. No. Are you going to have faith now to say, go for it? Because when he comes, when he manifests, when he shows up, now we've heard of him. He made us hear of him all through last year. Will he find faith in you? That's all I've got to say for tonight. Faith. The substance of things hoped for. I've seen people miss opportunities. There are cage and bondages that people can, could have released themselves from and they didn't. You know why? They don't know that there's another life beyond their little village. I was watching history. And the interesting thing about history is when you look back, you're thinking, I wonder if this person knew in 1960 that they could have done X, Y, Z. By 1960, what they could have done and prospered them, they were afraid to do because they don't know it's possible. 
In 2020, you look back and say, how easy? You should have, are you so dumb? Why? You didn't know that was possible? Look, I was watching some history in Africa, like, they behead some people who refused to be buried with the king. You should have just left the city and run away. It can't reach you in another city. But you see, why did they not run away? You know why? They don't know there's another world beyond that village. So there is a fear of the other city. So they had tradition. I would just have left, go to another village. But it was so, so I'm wondering, I'm watching with keenness. Why did they not do it? They don't know what to meet in the other village. No, the other village is just as good. But they couldn't move. Because there's something about our little village. Cages us. Tells us that's the end of the world. Spark Nation is a global village. That's why I said we, somebody needs to at some point not be senior pastor anymore and be global pastor. Why? So that you can also see the globalness of the world from the eyes of the world and then we're not afraid of what waits at the other side. Some of your parents, our parents, our parents are concerned about you because they don't know that there's a bigger world than the little village they grew up in. They don't know. So we, we can't blame them. We can't abuse them. It's just that they were raised in a village. Traveling does not remove you from a village. Because guess what? You just brought your life into that place. So I love the song when we say, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters. The children of Israel, they couldn't see a land, but they traveled. They traveled, you know. They left Egypt. Then they traveled to the wilderness and they couldn't see a life beyond the waters because they're thinking, how do I cross the waters? There's a life beyond. It, it's only faith that sees it. But Moses saw it. Abraham saw it because you see with faith. It brings you into timelessness in time. So I repeat, my first case of faith is the centurion. Look at what happened. Faith not even in Israel. Verse 10, quickly. Then the men, men who had been sent returned to the house and found the servant well. The guys invoked an article. Jesus could not but walk with that pattern. The guy made Jesus know, I know you more than you think I know you. I'm a man on the authority. I say to this, go, and it goes. And to this comes, that's a man who is not going back home <laughs> without an answer. It, that's a man that is not thinking, maybe God wants my servant healed or not. Well, we don't know. Maybe God wants to prove something by him dying so that my faith can be stronger. God does not send sickness and poverty to you so that your, your faith can be stronger. It's not true. He wants you to prosper in all things and be in health. Well, sometimes it makes you walk through those phases so that your faith can be tested so that you let him know I live by faith and not by what my body or bank account says I live by faith and he has to hear you clear sometimes he says oh, what did you say and God glories in faith he glories so for one year you've told him I believe 
then God says, hey, angel, so, so, come, come and hear my servant. When he's saying that and rejoicing and proving to angels, that, or to, to, to the beings that be in heaven with him, when he's proving that he's taking pleasure in you, but you see it as delay, then he says, wait, wait, say it again. Well, that's a year after. He says, say it again. And you say, I live in faith, I believe. God says, you can't believe this son of mine. He calls the 24 elders. He said, look at her, look at Kate, look at her. And he says, what, what about Kate? Then he sees three years after, Kate, he said, I believe I'm a billionaire. She just gave a seed. And God says, oh, I love this daughter so much. He says, no worries. When the word returns to heaven, he's gone on an assignment. I want to boast about her. And, that, and God boasts again. She sees him standing in faith. Now, that faith is not, I have no choice. That faith is, I have choice to say whatever and to do whatever. But it's just keep doing what you're doing. God knows I can sit in this city for the next 15 years and just preach. Because I believe that the nations of the world are mine. There's nothing that can take it. No, my bad behavior cannot take it. It's late. Let's say I have bad behaviors. It can't change it. My not having financial sense cannot change my, our destiny from having trillions and billions. It can't change it. You know why? Because I've believed that God is. Do you actually believe God is orchestrating every pattern of your life right now? Now, if you believe those don't sit down, go touch him. Tell him patterns of reasons why some things have to be. And be clear with heaven. Do you understand that? Be clear that this is what you believe has to be the case. And when you start getting clear about it, many thoughts will come to your head because you've heard so many reports. They say, oh, but so-so-so said that by faith, but nothing happened. Yeah, that's, the, that's them and God. That's not me. It will happen for me. Mark 11, 22, 23. You don't need to read it. If you have faith, you will say to this mountain, be thou moved from here and throw yourself into the sea and whatever is, and he believes that whatever he says will happen, it will happen for him. So the centurion was not going back even though his entry point is that he valued his own servant. So look at the servant, he needed no faith. There are some of you I have faith for. So you don't need faith, it's fine. So even if you have doubt, it's not going to work because I've told God why certain things have to be. And it will have to be like that. And say, so, oh, that pastor is saying they don't need faith. No, I didn't say so. I'm saying that where you have it doesn't matter right now because I've seen people that were dead. Lazarus had no faith. He's dead. You can't have faith whilst you're dead. Jesus called him back. Because he has to come back. But um, must he be sick? He must be sick so that he can be healed. <laughs> must he be dead? He must be dead so that he can be raised. It's simple. So the destiny of Lazarus' sickness was so that he can be raised. The destiny of why you were born where you were born to, put into poverty or, or littleness, is so that you can be great. It's simple. I need you to have those conclusions in your heart. It must be a settled matter. It must be a conclusion. Why must the world be sick? So that God can show healthy people who live by faith. It's concluded. It's, it's finished. Jesus said it. It is finished. You're not trying to make it happen. You walk in what is finished. Do 
you believe tonight? There's nothing that can come your way that you're not bigger than. So look at those your faith lane projects again. I've just said it. I didn't, I didn't write nothing like, oh, we're going to have a life center in Lagos. I didn't write it down. But you should write those, yours. I didn't write it because my pen, my mouth, the pen of a ready writer. I needed you to write yours so that you can see it every day because I know there are certain disciplines in the spirit that you've not attained yet. You'll forget. You'll just say, oh yeah, it's, my, it's in my mind. It's in my mind. No, it's not in your mind. I said to all those who are nationals, real nationals, now there are those who are nationals that are tested if they are nationals when they step out of here. here. Then we'll know if they are or not. They were never. The Bible says they were never part of us, otherwise they would not have departed from part of us. I told those who are there who travel to Africa, there is no business that can work for you here until the kingdom is established. Otherwise you'll just be running around. He won't walk. So, in my vision, I traveled to Ghana. In my vision, finally, I finally went. Seriously, but in a vision, I said, oh, God, come on, man. Why? Like, everybody is saying this, and you made it happen. But it's happened before then, so. I traveled to Ghana, and I've seen some of our friends who were in the nation who have traveled probably not just in Ghana, but in some African, West African countries, all packed in a shop. And I entered the shop and they were doing, they were selling sweet and chewing gum. And said, oh, sir, I'm just about to open a money transfer business, but there's nobody transferring anything. I looked at her, one of them. So why are you doing this? Then I left. Listen to me. 5,000, 10,000 churches in the UK. There's no way you're trading here. Purpose. Which our soul can drift from because other things look more enticing. If I just go and do this now, I will make it. The first enticement is I'll make it and oh, praise God. I will come back and bless and bless the nation. Praise God. No, you're not going to bless the nation. The priest must go first. That's how the seas part. It said the priest should carry the hack on their shoulder. It said when they get to Jordan and they step into the water of that Jordan, it said Jordan will part then the singers will follow. Then the nations will cross over. That's what the word says. He never said the businesses and investments should go first. Let's invest in Africa because there's so much. Look, the money you did and hit there, you would use it to cure disease. Because the propensity of apostolic work cross-pack nation brought your parents around Israel. It's the propensity. Something pushed them. Also understand destiny. And out of millions of people, they decided to leave because of you. That's why they will still enter the blessings with you because there was a huge propensity. So whatever happens, if we still be in heaven, 
<laughs> even though she messed up by eating the fruit and trying to give all humanity to it. How do we pray tonight? When people get to a state, they believe. They, they, they're hearing the word, hearing the word, hearing the word. Then they believe they should go and do it. Uh-uh. If the priest don't talk the word, they see him imparting. And I've heard this about every career and many nations say, if you just do this, ah, yeah, people are making money with this. You're looking at unbelievers. And you begin to ask, how does a believer submit to what unbelievers are saying? They don't know if they will live tomorrow. Wait. He that believes does not make haste. I told all your brothers and sisters that until given is established, now given has been established digitally in, in Africa, but given must establish a building there. Is the word center, as in where Peter can get to and sit and preach the word to the nations. If that is not established, there's no door open for anybody. It's not just going to work. Non-believers, people without destiny around you can seem to be thriving. But it's, the, it's called the prosperity of the unbeliever. And I say that in regards to every and any nation that God may send you to tomorrow. The word must be established first. So you don't go to a nation and establish your own job first and look for a church. No, you look for a church in that church is where your job is. It's not the other way around. Don't go to a location and say, oh, my job, I just got a job here, so I'm going because I've got a job there. No. God says, this is your church of assignment. Now go because now the job will be there for you. It's always the word first. Unbelievers turn this thing upside down. So first week there, second week they are here. They say, yes, sir, preach the word, preach the word. A month after, you see the drifting. That's not ordinary. There are spirits that rules realms. It's the word first. <laughs> it's the word first. So if you don't have a word center in a nation, unless you're a missionary there, don't go there. If you go to a nation because of money, it's not faith. It's not faith. Your church, the ecclesia in a place, is the protection of your life, your life, your health, your finances, your marriage, your relationship. This is a faith lane walk. We've got to stop living as canal people. Canal people live on every re report from Tom and Harry. Every report. I just don't believe anything is impossible. I don't think so. Someone said, oh, that, that, that is impossible. I said, I don't agree. I don't agree. I'm not asking you to just be a zombie for whatever I said, but I need to let you know that the Bible says, if two of you shall agree. So once you tell me it's impossible and I agree with you, then it's impossible because two of us have agreed. He said, if two of you agree, whatever you agree will be done. So if it's impossible, that means impossible will be done. So to protect you, I just had to tell you that I don't agree. I'm only protecting you from impossibility. I'm not trying to prove that I'm more fit person than you i'm just saying no i refuse to agree with you <laughs> so that you can still get it done because two of us did not agree 
Oh, Jesus, we bless you tonight. Are there centurions in the house tonight or better than centurion? We can see. I'm a man under authority as well. Some people can tell Jesus tonight, I'm also a man under need. I need to touch the world and I use money. You also did that when you asked Peter, when you fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fish and fishes. And when you asked Peter to... Um, go to the fish, I mean to the sea and catch a fish and there'll be gold there so I'm also, I also have need Jesus don't think I'm here not having need it's the same pattern I have needs and Lord I thank you because you give me five loaves to feed five million in a nation, that's what I walk into I walk into the supernatural unending favor of God the Bible says we shall bring a charge against God's elect. It said it is God who justifies. So if there are people watching me tonight and someone is trying to bring a charge against you, it won't work because the Bible says we shall bring a charge against God's elect. It didn't say we shall bring a charge against the perfect people. It said God's elect. So it is that elect that we stand upon tonight. Possibilities everywhere tonight. So ask the Spirit to lead you where your faith and trust is without borders tonight where you can look, look, COD. You must be able to say, we're reaching 1,000 people this year. Like our members are 1,000. That's faith beyond borders. Don't count people. If you count people, you will count on people. Those who count people, count on people. Don't count on people. I told pastors before, the fact that you are counting on someone is why God is blocking that person. Because it needs your faith. Faith on people, not count on them. <laughs> faith. The evidence of things not seen. All I see is growth. All I see is money everywhere. All I see is faith everywhere. All I see is increase everywhere. That's why we have to start the year also on a faith lane. It's simple. I said, go get that building. Yes, sir. You need to pay X amount by da da da. Yes, sir. Um, how would we pay, sir? Said none of your business. Okay, sir. Okay, then we paid it. Yes, sir. Now speak and say that you want to complete the whole thing, rebuilding it by March. Yes, sir. How would you get hundreds of thousands to do that? Well, I have a pattern. That's how we built Lancaster House. So it's a pattern, doesn't matter. Everybody will just come up and pay for it, and it's gonna happen that God will just lead resources people's way like it did the other day so like two three days ago and that's not church so if charity wants to talk did i call a church meeting did i ask church people to give it no i just and i didn't call individuals even to say oh guys you know no i just told one of you and there's this oh there's even a money here that's not doing anything and then they paid for it please how is that charity queen's money i don't understand so it's faith <laughs> it's faith so have you got your faith project in front of you? I may be calling until I finish my 12 cases of faith. I'm calling you. So let the crypto guys, let the engine professional guys, let the lawyer, whatever guys, see Jesus from that. I just think about your profession and think, ah, this happens automatically in this profession. Jesus, I thank you because that's exactly what you do. When you build a bridge, you believe in the physics or the, the whatever holds that bridge or holds the train station. You don't go and physically hold it with your hand and say, oh, this real. No, you set laws in place 
and th those laws you believe that they are emotion because you've experienced it, you've seen it, um, you've done it, and you repeat it or improve on it, and you you believe science will take its course, right? Yeah. So I've seen the word. I believe everything is taking its course beyond what I can see right now. That everything I've said and you've said about your faith project is happening. It's taking its course. So if science is real, because I do believe in science progressively, meaning it's progressing. If that is real, the word is much more real. Lift up your hands tonight and let's worship. You call me out.